Welcome to another new episode of the My Mail Order Husband podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Jason. Do I sound like a radio guy when I say that? And I'm Jason. You think you do. That's not really how <laughs> That's radio not the people case. talk. No. What's it called? Puking on the mic? Yeah. That's when you're just like forcing your words to come out. Babes, I'm very proud of us. Why? Because this is the second podcast that we are recording. Yes. Right. We made a commitment. Mm-hmm. We And last time we even said like, write it down. Did you write it down? Mm-mm. See, and we didn't even write it down and we're still committed to this. So if you want to make it to 52, you got to write it down and just do it one step at a time. I would love to write it down, but the whiteboard I bought is sitting right there and it's not up on the wall. There's only one solution to this. I need you to write it down (laughs) to put up the whiteboard. Oh my god! Isn't it called a honey-do list in America? Um, I think so, but I'm not 85, so I don't talk like that. You send me a text. We have to tell everyone what I made this week. <laughs> you want to just jump right into it? With I'm going to uh, jump right into it. I know you're pretty excited about it. and Listen, I feel like my ancestor's spirit was coming through me mm-hmm. into the food. Right. That sounds weird. I made baklava, and it was the best baklava in the entire world. Does everybody know what baklava is? Okay, so it's a Greek dessert. Don't talk to the other countries in the middle east and mediterranean because they all claim (laughs) they invented baklava and they did not liars Uh it's greek um i've had lebanese baklava it's gross no offense lebanese people but it's not good um so it's made with phyllo dough walnuts and cinnamon basically and you cook that and then you just pour a sauce that's just water honey and vanilla over it it's super simple but it's really good and every time i've had it at a restaurant or a deli or a bakery i just feel like it may have been a little old because it wasn't very good. Right. And this is really fresh and really good. I, I will second that. It is one of the best baklavas I've ever had. So I'm very happy for you that you, you've you channeled your inner Greek. Uh-huh. Uh, are there any other answers that you can channel? Maybe for like cleaning or... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. No. There's no such thing. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't think... I don't, I'm trying to think of my other ancestors. Where are they from? So we've got Greek down. They can right. cook. Right. The Icelandic. What do they do? They make... Wooden shoes. Is that the right country? No. <laughs> what country is that? Holland. What does what does Iceland Dutch people? What does Iceland produce? I don't know. What's Iceland known for? It's really cold. They have volcanoes there. Okay. That's all I know. There's volcanoes <laughs> on the island. That's all I know about it. What Iceland. was it the Icelandic people were complaining about us complaining about our winter? Mm-hmm. Right? What was the joke? They said when uh, they were filming the Game of Thrones. Iceland's like, winter's coming. Winter never left. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go there someday. <laughs> we are. That's a, Sure. Should we write that down? Yeah, let's write that down. Okay. Write that down. So what else is new with you in the last week? Anything new? Uh, besides people storming the Capitol? Or was that before uh, last time we recorded? I can't we, remember. No, we recorded after they stormed the Capitol because we titled the episode Dumpster Fire. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's escalating. But uh, I think pretty soon... Uh, we're all going to figure it out and get back to uh, the new norm. <sighs> Here's hoping. I don't <laughs> think so. Here's the problem is that you have half the country that's for Biden and you have half the country that aren't, they're not even not for Biden. They're like so opposed to him. There was a guy that had a kill Biden sign in his yard. He just got arrested. Right. Yeah. You know, I, like I, way on the other side. I feel bad for my Republican friends because, right, we can disagree on certain stuff, but mm-hmm. a lot of them like, have to justify or uh, defend, you know, this presidency. And they're having a harder and harder time doing that. Well, the thing that really gets me is that you have people defending being racist or defending these really bad things. And I'm like, who are you? Like, are you listening to yourself? And then they put up all these motivational quotes for MLK that was last week. Right. You know, and I'm like, you all, if you all lived, all of you who are against Biden, if you all lived back during those days, you'd be against him too. So what are you talking about? 
Right. And we, our family is what I would call a political melting pot, right? Mm -hmm. We have both Democrats and Republicans in our family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we have healthy debates from time to time. But like I said, it's getting harder and harder to defend um, this type of action. Yeah, it really is. I'm just hoping that people can just like, here's what I'm saying is even when Biden comes in and does awesome things, Biden could find the cure for cancer and they'd still criticize him. Right. That's just where we are in this country. So anyone listening outside the country, I know we have quite a few listeners mm -hmm. in Denmark and in India and in Canada. If you are wondering what it's like to live here, mm -hmm. just know that Joe Biden could literally cure cancer and the other side would hate him for it. Yeah. Do you think that other countries, <laughs> if, if they were to look at our country, right, and everything that's going on there yeah. and they're looking on TV and if you put Sarah McLaughlin behind it, like... In the eyes yeah. of an yeah. angel, did they would feel bad for us and then no, start donating us money? Us. No. Come rescue us not. somehow because it's not looking good for us. No, and, and I talk to people from around the world. There's different people in England and, and just hearing how, their take on it as complete outsiders and not living here and having any bias either way. Mm -hmm. They're just like, what a mess. Right. That's yeah. what they say is, what a mess. And what are you going to do now? And no one has a good answer. You know, my Ukrainian friends, we, we talk via Facebook all the time or as otherwise known as these giant tech companies that should go die, apparently, <laughs> uh, according to some members of our family. Mm -hmm. But uh, but they're asking the right question. Like, do you think it's possible for the Democrats and the Republicans to kind of separate? And I'm thinking to myself, well, no, how is that possible? We're all kind of living together mm -hmm. and, you know, we share the same, you know, land. Yeah. And, you know, his response is like, well, I didn't think Ukraine could separate either, but there we are. Right. So maybe tell our many listeners mm -hmm. what you mean by separating in Ukraine. Right. There was a two sides, right? There's East and the West, and there's people that speak, spoke Ukrainian or speak Ukrainian and speak Russian. And when uh, this whole Maidan happened, which was a, a giant governmental coup, in my opinion, same thing that... Uh, people attempted to do here last week mm -hmm. uh, to to the country basically split in two parts and basically they overthrew the government installed their whole new government and when basically attacked now people they've been living together for many many generations are fighting against one another so you have the people in the west of ukraine speak ukrainian right and the people in the east speak russian right and they have two different governments now i don't believe they have two different governments i think the country of ukraine is still ukraine but there, there is a almost what they would call resistance, right? The, right. the resistance, and and just when you think it cannot happen in your country, you look at a to my old country, which I never thought, you know, this this is something you hear about those countries like Iraq, Iran, mm -hmm. right? Those the the propaganda that was fed to us all the time. They're yeah. just different, but you you see it happen in a country like Ukraine, and it just minds blown, and it makes you think: Is it possible to happen in the United States? And the answer is never say never. That's really sad. That's really sad to think about. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Enough about the sadness. You know, we can't control this. It's no, out of our reach. Can't. Let's talk about more important things in life. Do you want to talk about the lottery? Yes, I'm really upset. So basically, if we're not on anymore doing a podcast, you're just going to know that we won the lottery. <laughs> just assume that because Mega Millions Powerball keeps rolling over. We do not live in a state that has lottery because they think gambling is evil. Pshh. Hold on. I think we have to have more than that. Because if we just stopped doing podcasts, could also mean we're lazy. Okay. It doesn't mean we're billionaires. Yeah. We could also be super lazy. However, I like to say that we're just not going to do it if we win. All right. If we do our podcast and we say, bye, bitches, 
We're rich, bitch. Yeah, we won the lottery. We won the lottery. So yeah, so going back to what I said, we live in a state that doesn't have the lottery. So if you want to buy tickets, you have to make the drive up north to the east to some surrounding states to get tickets. However, my mom lives in Florida. I make one little phone call. She goes and buys me tickets and it's a beautiful thing. We did win the lottery. I did. I won $8. <laughs> so when I say, oh my gosh, I wish I could win the lottery. My wish came true. I won $8. That's so, right. I so I think we have to be more specific next time. Like when you say I want to win the lottery, yeah. be like I want to win the full. I want to win $850 million. million dollars, Here's yeah. the thing. I would do really good things with the money, which is why I think I deserve to win. Did you know like 70% of lottery winners are end up worse off than they were before winning the lottery because they don't know what they're doing? That's because they were sucky people before they won the lottery. Yeah, no, I actually heard this uh, argument. I think it was Simon Sinek. It was on his uh, Facebook page, for those of you who might want to be interested in following him. Great guy. But he was talking about that these people, they live this finite game, right? They, they feel like they won and they're done living. They, they can just do whatever they want to, mm-hmm. not realizing like, you know, you never really win at life. Like, how do you know you win at life? And so they don't, they don't really know how to live and now they get all this money and they mm-hmm. just think that this is life and they blow it all away and make it worse. See, that's what's so sad. That's why they don't deserve to win. Every time you see people winning a bunch of money, they're either really old and going to die tomorrow mm-hmm. or they're just these trash people that just don't know what to do with it. They don't do anything good in the world and they ruin their lives. Right. On a positive note, would you get your son the Lambo he's been asking for? Only if he earned it. How, how would a, a eight-year-old earn a Lambo? He wouldn't get a Lambo at eight because he can't drive. And I wouldn't give a 16-year-old a Lambo because I'd like to see my child make it to see 17. So argument to be made, though, is he's also part of this family. Mm -hmm. And if we win the lottery, doesn't he get a fourth? No. (laughs) What's the argument there? Because he thinks he is. Yeah, so we would obviously provide for them, right? Give them what they needed, but I'm not going to go crazy and be like, here's everything you've ever wanted. There's going to be bratty people. You know, heads off to those people that are wealthy. You were telling me about uh, somebody that you were listening to the Mm -hmm. other day. And they they were wealthy, right? But the children so rich. never knew that. You want to tell that little story? I yeah, found so it I fascinating. Just, yeah, I was listening on Clubhouse. I think he's a local guy. He lives mm-hmm. here. He's a business guy. His dad was managing money. What is that called? Finance manager? Sure. Like billion, $8 billion. Oh, like a fund business. manager. Yeah, something like that. So I'm so much money. They lived in a normal house, in a normal neighborhood. He had a bunch of siblings. And he just saw his dad had like a normal job. Mom stayed home. Just a normal family. Mm-hmm. He graduated high school, and when all the kids were out of high school, his dad revealed, ta-da, I'm a multi-multi-millionaire. And so he said, Dad, teach me your way. So his dad taught him everything he knew, and then at, I think, age 22, I think the story went, he went to his dad and said, well, I want to start doing what you do. I would like you to invest in my company. And his dad told him, no. He said, if I give you money, I'll be your first investor, and it would come too easy, and you'll never recover from that, so you need to go work for it. And so it took him about a year to raise like $40,000 for his company. See, that's so cool. I don't know if I can do that because I think I would make it rain with Lambos. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> You're right. No, because you wouldn't want your kids to be those kind of kids. That's right. Even the YouTubers they watch, they're just so entitled. That's right. We act poor right now all the time. Right. And we're not poor, poor, right? Because poor is a state of mind. Yeah. We just act broke all the time for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> it's, it's better for them. Right, because they will go to the store and they'll want like a $1 gum. And I'm like, I'm sorry, no, that's money. And then when they say us, it's only $1, I'm like, you don't have it. Right. Well, that's how you should be raising your kids. Keep them humble. Don't let them have everything they want or else they end up destroying the world. Right. And I'm not saying you don't do anything at all for them because 
Lord knows our children have three gaming systems, <laughs> but it just means that sometimes you have to say no. And you don't just say no, just, you know, with that anger in your yeah. now, like some parents do all the time. Yeah. You explain to them that money doesn't grow on trees and you have to earn it. And mm -hmm. I think eventually they'll realize what uh, work is. And they already know what work is, right? Because anytime they want money and I say you can earn it, here's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. I usually get this like, oh, I'm not doing that for this low of money. Well, welcome to the workforce. Right. And every time I hear, it's not fair. Life's not fair. Figure it out. <laughs> Get to work. No one's going to give you anything you know, for free. You know what I love that we do with our children that I know drives them absolutely crazy? When our children, for example, Dominic says, well, how come Sasha gets this? And my one response I always do is, that's because I love them more. Right. <laughs> so it doesn't matter who's whining. Right. I just tell them it's because I love the other child more. And I know it drives them crazy. They both hate that. And then if you ask him, who do we love more? The little one's always like, me. <laughs> he really He's very confident, that. yeah. He's very confident. So I want to talk about a news story. Right. This one's going to speak to your soul. You ready? You mm. don't know what it is. But it's my soul. Yeah. Let's see. Is it staying on a couch and watching TV all day? No. Okay. okay so you know how hard it is to travel with kids on a plane? I... Sure. I don't, I don't think we ever experienced that. No. You know how everybody always tells you how horrible it is to travel with kids? Yeah. In fact, everybody always tells you how horrible it is to raise children in general. And then you start raising them. It's like, you know, it's not this big a deal. So, sure, you have to put your life on hold and say goodbye to your youth as they grow up. But, but at the same time, like, it's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Unless you have four children. That's crazy. That sounds awful. No. <laughs> so, okay. It's not hard to travel with our kids, but I've seen other parents on the struggle bus right. or struggle plane with their children. Okay, so this is the news story. His mom was flying with her two little kids, mm -hmm. and he kept kicking the seat in front of him. So right. the mom said, stop. Do you think the kid's going to stop? No, because mom asked him to. So the woman whose seat he was kicking, instead of just turning around and saying, hey, buddy, or hey, kid, could you please stop kicking my seat? 99% of the time, a kid is going to listen to a stranger than their parent, right? Right. They're going to sit right. They're going to be so embarrassed. They're going to be, they'll probably start crying. Like they're, they're going to be upset. They're going to stop what they're doing. Instead of doing that, she turned around and punched the mom in the face. No. <laughs> yes, she did. That's taken to the next level. I like it. Because <laughs> essentially, right? Like the, if you practice the... The the art of, you know, I am everything and everything is me. Yeah. Technically, you are punching that kid in the face because it came from the mother. Sure. So I'm a big fan. She has been arrested with assault. She's been arrested. Who, She's, the mother? No, the woman who punched the mom. I know, but that's just because of the laws that we have in this country. But in theory, technically, if a parent cannot control their child at a certain age, you know, I, I understand that, you know, you can't. Tie them up, right? They're a child. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like at least some effort needs to go into it. And I'm sure it wasn't that easy. I'm sure the mother probably said something too. Probably. That's how it always goes. You it doesn't hear. escalate this well. But, you know, you were just listening to a podcast, not a podcast. You were on the clubhouse. Uh -huh. And you were part of this group that was debating whether or not to spank or not spank your children. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, maybe in this particular situation, I'm not for spanking at all. But in this particular situation, maybe this was a good time to start. I am not for child abuse at right. all. I don't believe in spanking. Um, that's that's because we have wonderful children because we are wonderful parents. Okay. <laughs> Where do we go from here? <laughs> no, I think she definitely should have said something to the kid 
And if he doesn't stop, then you say something to the mom and then you can say something to the flight attendant or something or move or whatever. But I think punching the mom in the face was a little too much. Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably going a little too far. But at the same time, like I said, what's what's a woman to do if there's nothing changing? No, I'm just kidding. I'm the turn the other cheek guy anyways. You wouldn't say anything? I, I may say something to the mom, but at the end of the day, like it would it takes a lot to get me all riled up over this. Like to punch somebody in the face, that's that's a lot of anger issues that people have. Especially well, like it is a child still that's kicking the seat. You know, you, you have thing. other problems. I've had my seat kicked by a kid right. on a plane before. They're tiny. Their legs aren't that long. So it's right. not like he's, it's not like a 17 year old is kicking the back of her seat. This was a tiny kid. It doesn't move that much. Look, at the end of the day, we don't know the whole situation. No. But nothing should constitute punching somebody in the face over something like that. Yeah. She sounded stressed out. Yeah, I think once again, you never know what anybody's going through. And maybe that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And, and the mother's uh, face. And the, <laughs> yeah, it broke the mother's <laughs> face. <laughs> what else is going on? Oh, this is a fun news story I saw today. It says, Tesla, is it a secret cat killer? You know, you you mentioned this earlier today, and I was actually never thought like that. And I've just, once again, kudos to people that think of this stuff. Yeah. Did she lose a cat? Because who said that? Who was complaining? It was Britney Spears' little sister, Jamie Lynn. Yeah, her cat was killed by a Tesla. And her excuse is, Teslas are too quiet. Cats and all other animals can't hear it coming. So she said Elon Musk owes her some cats. I think he killed more than one of her cats. Wait, more than one of her cats? Yeah. I think she's a bad parent at this point in time. She's a bad cat parent. Maybe, but I think about all the other wildlife that's out there, right? Or maybe they could install... Oh, I got a good idea. Should I tell it or is someone going to steal it? You shouldn't tell. Nobody's going to steal it. Okay, so Elon Musk right. should put some sort of a thing on his car. Have you seen these things? <laughs> like, can... a, like a deer sound alarm? No, like you can buy them <laughs> online. It emits this high-frequency sound that animals can hear. Right. You can put this on your vehicle right now, and then they'll jump out of the way of your car. Look, A, Teslas are not that quiet. Yeah, they, they still make friction as the rubber meets the road and as they're going down the hill. Yes, are they, you know, less loud than a V8 going down the street? Absolutely. Or a four-cylinder. But it's not that much quieter. Yeah, but I look at our cat and he'll be laying in the middle of the floor. And our kids are not quiet. They sound like a herd of elephants when they come running through the house because we have a lot of hardwood floors. They will come running through the house, top speed, jump over the cat at the very last second, and he doesn't even flinch. Yeah, but this this type of complaining reminds me when Donald Trump was complaining that uh, the wind turbines were killing birds. Like, because of that, we should not have green power. True. I don't know. Are Tesla's quiet? We have an electric car. It's pretty quiet. No, it is. But it's not that quiet where a cat's not going to move. Like, if it gets to a point, once again, what I'm trying to say, cats die under normal vehicles, too. Just because her cat died under a Tesla, it just means it was up. Nine lives were up and I it was time to go. I she shouldn't let her cats outside. But that's yeah. just me. Right, right. If you have an outdoor cat, their life expectancy is only a few years. If you keep them inside, they can live to be 20. Oh, Lord. What are you trying to tell me about our cat? He's going to be with us for a long time. Oh, He's going to no. be three in um, two months. Mm -hmm. Three years old. He's a big part of our family. So what else did you learn about this new uh, or on this new uh, Clubhouse app? I've learned that a lot of people are billionaires. No, I was actually kind of thought it was cool because I thought Tony Robbins was on the Clubhouse app <laughs> because a lot of these big business guys are on there and he's on there and he has like thousands of followers already. Turns out it's not the real Tony Robbins. Some kid created a profile with his picture. 
And it's funny because everyone said, yeah, Tony is in all these groups, but he never talks. And if you know Tony Robbins, he's always talking. So clearly not him. However, tons of celebrities on the app. Uh, they're improving it every single week. It's still technically in beta. So if you're interested in getting on the app, it is invite only. I know Jason and I do have some invites. So if you're interested in joining, you can message us on Instagram at my mail order husband podcast, and we'll see what you do in life and how you can benefit from it. And I think not only how you can benefit from the app, but how you can also give back to other people on the app. Yeah, you know, that's brilliant, though. I, you know, that's a good way to get followers. You go under a another name, a celebrity mm-hmm. name, maybe like a motivational speaker, or one of these true billionaires. Um, and then you just change your name afterwards. I wonder if that's possible. You'd think that they'd be on the lookout for this, though. If you're going in as a Tony Robbins, you think the moderators would see that and be like, hmm, should we kick them off? Well, they don't know, right? Because all you get is a name and you put your own bio and then you just do your thing and nobody's going to question it. I will be joining as Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Who would I join as? What, what would be my... I don't know. Not a business person. They're all on there already. I would go as uh, your movie boyfriend, Gerard Butler. No one would guess that it wasn't Gerard Butler. Right? Like That's, no one's going to... You want someone not too famous. Not like Prince William. Right. Famous, but not too famous. Like that could be believable. Are there any Russian hot actors that you can think of that I can mimic? No. You know, There's some good looking actors. Jason's been watching a lot of Russian TV lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's found some... What did you find? Like the Russian section of Netflix? Yeah, no, Netflix has a one of the profiles. You know how when you set up Netflix, you can set up multiple accounts. For example, I have one, you have oh, yeah. one, the children have one. So that way it, we can have our own search history on there. Uh-huh. Well, my father, who we did not give our credentials to. No, never. Never, right? Because we never, isn't that like copyright or... Yeah, we, we definitely don't share tech with we our family. Right. So so he did not create an account that just has Russian in it. So everything's in Russian. And for those of you who's been who've been listening to this podcast from the beginning, I speak Russian. I came at a very young age. And so I'm beginning to almost lose it because you don't speak Russian. No. Our kids don't speak Russian. My parents live in Florida. And so we don't speak very often. But now I feel like my vocabulary is improving and I'm much better at communicating with my parents when I do talk to them. Right. The difference is when you say I came here very young, you weren't three when you came here. You were a teenager who didn't speak any English at all. So it was all Russian. Whenever you talk to your brother, it's in Russian. Whenever you talk to your parents, it's in Russian. Because I know people that are like, oh, yeah, I came from Russia when I was three. They know zero Russian. So don't act like that. Like You clearly are a Russian. A Ruski. You are a Russian. You are a Russian speaker. You know the language, like all the things. But um. but I think I make this a point all the time I bring this up that I came here when I was 13. So my vocabulary is only up to a level of a 13-year-old, which like I, I worked in car business for many years, right? And mm-hmm. so many Russians people would come in and they would ask me to help them because I speak Russian, but I couldn't because I never sold a car in Russian. I don't know the terminologies. I only know them in English. And so that's why it's difficult for me. But now watching these Russian TV shows, they use a lot of vocabulary that's helping me kind of remember some of the words that I once knew. Because not only was I young, but then I didn't, you don't use them, right? And if you don't use it, you lose it. And so it's been really helpful. Let's just say that. So if you're trying to learn another language, maybe consider watching Netflix in that particular language and you'll learn it much faster. Or like me, you can just watch all the Russian shows with your Russian husband and be like, huh, 
I'm picking up a few words. When they talk about things, some things I can understand. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I'm just confused. I'm trying to like make up a story as I'm watching it. Yeah, why do you always ask, like, why are they yelling? I'm like, they're not. They're just planning a weekend getaway. Yeah, that's Russian, though. <laughs> German, Russian, with other languages. You're like, are they okay? Are they fighting? No, they're just talking about paint colors. That's I feel funny. like Japanese is right up there with them. Maybe. No, they're more of like a softer... No, that's Russian. Chinese you're thinking of. I think the Japanese, all the Japanese movies I've ever seen that have that, you know, the samurai oh, yeah. type of stuff. They just look, sound angry. And... It's very cool. Right. So I don't think Russian is the only language that's angry. They're saying that Russian language is not. It's the Russian accent that sounds mean, right? There's a couple there's of comedians. Special, yeah. yeah, there's a couple of comedians. I think, uh, who's the guy from South Africa that has a late night show? Noah. Noah. No. What's his name? Noah. Noah what? I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> no, what was his name? His name was... Oh my gosh, Trevor yeah. Noah. Trevor Noah, thank you. Love him. Right, and nice so, but guy. he was saying how it's not the Russian language; it's the Russian accent that uh, sounds. Yeah, he said mean. if you run into someone and they're speaking in Russian, they just sound like another immigrant. Right. But if they're speaking English with their thick Russian accent, it sounds terrifying. Right, it's like Russian mob all of a sudden. I think it's so funny. Are we it's going so to have a problem? Right, and they'll say it in Russian. У нас будет проблема. Yeah, see? Oh, <laughs> you made it sound nice. <laughs> right, because it's, it's a nice language. We have enough problems with Russia. Let's not add more. <laughs> I'm not trying to add more problems with Russia. I just think you should be honest with yourself. That's right. As I mentioned before, you know, the Russian the bad guys are coming on the scene in all the movies, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're taking it back from the Albanians and, you know, Iranians. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we're, we're back in business, in the movie business. That's exciting. But the funny thing is, is when... Uh, me as an American, I watch these shows. And to me, if they're speaking Russian, I'm like, oh, they're Russian. And Jason's like, they're not Russian. Like, that's the worst accent I've ever heard. And I'm like, Russia's a big country. You can't find any of them that can act. So that's the beauty of watching Russian movies from Russia because they're all Russian. But in America, apparently there's not enough of them here to be in Hollywood. You know what I found uh, weird growing up? Because when you grow up, you know, you always hear the propaganda, the Russian side propaganda, American propaganda that, and it's not propaganda, it's reality of it, that... Russia is three times the size of America. Right. Right. Three times. You can fit three Americans inside Russia. But I think they only have like 150 million people as opposed to United States having 330 million people. That's because a lot of it's Siberia, isn't it? <laughs> it's true. Does anyone want to live in Siberia? <laughs> Nobody wants to live in Siberia. <laughs> oh, that just doesn't sound nice. I've heard a bunch of it's thawing out up there, though, and they're finding, like, creatures and people. And oh, yeah, they found a woolly mammoth, didn't they? Not that long ago. Was it a woolly mammoth or a woolly rhino? rhino? It was a woolly rhino yeah. up there. Yeah, they, like, fully intact fur, everything. DNA, everything. So Jurassic Park is not that far away. What if, what if they actually bring back some of these, not the scary animals, but, like, the woolly mammoth? He's cute. I can't wait for a nice coat to come out, right? You're gross. <laughs> Do you think people will throw paint at it? Y yes. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> you want a woolly mammoth coat? Well, I'm just saying, like, it's probably really warm if you think about it. Speaking of trendy items. Okay. I'm moving away from animal cruelty. The 90s are coming back. I don't feel like they left. Yeah, they did. No, some of the things that are coming back, like shoulder pads. 
Why America? I don't know. Also, is that an American thing or is that like some um, European thing? No, I think in America it's coming back. So what else? We've got butterfly clips. I was on um, looking at a video on Instagram and there was a younger influencer and she was doing a tutorial of how to style your hair in a butterfly clip. I thought it was hilarious. I'm glad they're back. It's like an easy way to pull up your hair. What's what? a butterfly clip? Those clips, the little, you squeeze them and they open. Oh, there's actually a styling technique to go along with it? I thought that's just what you do when you're running late somewhere. It is, but they're trying to make it a thing and own it, which is annoying. Gen Zers are trying to own it. Is the scrunchie still alive? I heard that was making a comeback. Scrunchie's alive and well. You should go to the store. The scrunchie section's huge. You know, it's not that far away for the uh, my... Uh, fanny pack? My fanny pack to make a comeback. It already did. You missed it. What? It came and went. Oh, no. Wait another so 10 years. Wait It'll more? be back. Yeah. Oh, no. The other things coming back are da 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 thin eyebrows. No. <laughs> Remember, it was not that long ago. It was two episodes ago. We were talking about eyebrows and how all these women are getting a microbladed, aka tattooed onto their face. And what happens should that ever go out of style? Ta-da. You know, tell me, help me understand this. Yeah. I understand that if you, some people may have medical conditions that yes. would require them to tattoo something yes. or paint on eyebrows. Mm-hmm. But I've seen this thing happening from time to time where perfectly normal women who do not have any medical conditions shave off their eyebrows and paint them on. What is the deal with that? I'll never understand. I don't know. So. You, I don't know. I mean, we should probably have one on the show. We should. How do we track one of them down? Should we just like go to uh, a Smith's marketplace? And I don't know. Where do they hang out? Is that like a... Not around here. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Go to Magna or... So thin brows are back. Dark lipstick, smudged eyeliner. Just, you know, in the height of our heyday of being a teenager. All that stuff is coming back. Right. Anything else making a comeback that we need to be aware of? I don't think so. 90s clothes are making a comeback. Like I said, so the clothes, the styling, the big bangs, the big claw bangs, the hair. You know the best part about being a Jew? Oh, here. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> is we never throw our clothes away. So, which means oh I have God. a full wardrobe. I just have to lose like 20 pounds. I'm good to go. You got all your stuff from the 90s? Right, too. That's funny. <laughs> I was going to use it for car washes, but not now. That, oh that's a gold mine. I swear to God. <laughs> if you're offended by the things Jason says, feel free to drop us a message. My mail order husband podcast at Gmail. You can find or us on Instagram. Put it in our suggestion box at I don't care at Instagram.com. I don't care at I, have a, I don't care at Gmail.com. That's right. Is that a real email address? Probably. Probably is. Why don't we think of that? Every time my son's complaining, I tell him to go put on a suggestion box and point to the garbage can. (laughs) I'm sure they love that. (laughs) What are we going to do for our kid's birthday? It's in two weeks. You know, I don't know. I I don't even know. He's making a list like it's Christmas. And so I keep trying to remind him that this is a birthday that he only gets one present. It was just Christmas. I know. So should we start a GoFundMe account? Probably. Can we announce it? Because we just had Christmas and stimulus check was only $600. Yeah, and we have bills we, to pay. Our dog decided to have butt surgery. Right. <laughs> like, have we I've, shared this with anybody yet? We haven't shared with you. Our dog had emergency butt surgery <laughs> because why not? Why not in 2020? That happened, I think it was December, wasn't it? It was. In December, yeah. I he, think so, yeah. He just had a big swollen red butt like a baboon and it turned out he had an infected anal gland. So if you're eating, I'm really sorry. <laughs> just saying so i had taken him to the vet because we didn't he just wasn't eating so i was thinking maybe he has something's wrong with him he ate something he has a blockage or something 
We are a drive time podcast. How would you like to? And then the vet, yeah, right. And then the vet, I was obviously you can't go in because of COVID. So I was out in the car waiting for him to be done. Mm -hmm. And the vet said, I just cleared my schedule. He's going in for emergency surgery right now. Come back in an hour and a half to pick him up. I was like, cool. Yeah, we had a lot of bad things happen to us all at the same time. Right. Like, you know how sometimes we people say bad things happen in threes. We got into the fourth and the five. Yeah. category right because we had his surgery mm-hmm. what else we had your little thing i happen. went to the er on christmas eve and spent four and a half hours there so that was fun right and then we had a water heater break in our oh renter oh rent rental property yeah we haven't right? talked about this yet. and within three days our water heater started leaking as well in our current house in our current house do you so know how that expensive those are to replace so we had to so we didn't replace we did it here by ourselves but for our rental house our other property we're like we're not there so we're just going to hire someone to come do it and it was very (laughs) expensive right and then come to find out apparently water heaters go out all the time and so i guess we should just expect another one six years from now yeah that was crazy so all of it a lot and then christmas so a lot happened in december but Mm -hmm. new year new us that's right 2021 that's right we're on our goal, you know, 52 and 52. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. I'm going to go eat some baklava. Jason, what are your plans for the night? I'm going to go and watch our shows. One of the Russian shows, right? Yeah. Oh, there's this because one of the shows is actually called Method. I once again recommend to uh, check it out. They do have the English version of it as well. So oh, okay. it'd be good. But it dives into the the psychology of like killers, right? These sick individuals which is kind of cool. And one of the detectives is also probably sick in the head. And that's why he's able to solve a lot of these crimes. And then the other one I was watching is called Major, which is really, really cool. It's about this, you know, the literal translation for Major is called Silver Spoon. Mm-hmm. And he's just very wealthy. And now he's going down this path where he's finding himself and solving crime. That's and, a really good one. Yeah. And he's trying to solve his, you know, parents' murders at the same time. But really, really cool uh, the way they they went about it, and and then also they came out with a movie right mm-hmm. in 2021, which I just watched, and uh, I did not rip it off the internet, but uh, <laughs> but it's a really really good show, and you can almost see how they're probably gonna go down this uh, Fast and the Furious franchise path, where this group of people that he has formed around him are gonna be sell- helping him solve crimes or whatever it is that Fast and Furious do all the time. And he looks like a young you. That's right. I am proud to, um, I'm very proud of that because he's one good looking man. Yeah, he looks a lot like you in your younger days. That's right. When you were. I'm a husband now. Tanning and. That's right. Frosting my tips. Oh my gosh. Those were. Anybody else, uh, I guess we said goodbye already, but did anybody else used to frost their tips? Or not tips because mine used to get pulled through a cap. I don't know if you've ever done that before. I'm a girl, so no. So yeah, so I don't know if you know this, but they they put this little cap on you like a yeah. condom on top of your head. No, I've seen it. Oh, okay. And then they take this little pick and they pick hair out. And yeah. so only half of your head gets, you know, bleached. Well, that's so weird. No, I, I never had that. Whenever I had highlights and stuff, they would just paint it on with a brush and foil. Yeah, no, that was uh, for for guys with shorter hair. That's how you're supposed to do it, apparently. What if that comes back? I know our friends have teenagers mm-hmm. and they're on the football team. And the mullets are back? I, Perming their hair is I back? I never understood that. Why? I don't know, but it's back in a big way. Mullets and perms. Boys are getting their hair permed because they want it to be really curly. Luckily, my friend's kid has naturally curly hair, so he's like, I'm set. But it's 
really big hair on boys. It's it definitely looks very eighties, early nineties. I I think it looks horrible, just personally. I know they Mullets? do it because they think they like it. Mullets have never looked good. And if you are a listener, please don't be. That have a mullet. You just alienated half the people that listen. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about the curly? I like the curly hair. On a girl, maybe. No, it looks really cute on them. Natural, yes, but now when they go get all perned up and they look like a little lamb. Oh yeah, that looks kind of weird. The natural curl's good. Yeah. I have naturally curly hair. Do I look like a lamb? <laughs> Why do you think I married you? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> On that note, we're out of here. We'll see you next week with episode number three of the new year. Have a great night. Good night. <laughs>